are now listening to the Uncool Urban Podcast. All right, what up, y'all? We back with the Uncool Urban Podcast Smile Spotlight Series. This is episode four. We got four episodes, y'all. Four episodes. All right. So on this episode, I thought, you know, since it's Father's Day and stuff going on right now, I bring in my father to, you know, talk about his life. Y'all know uh, episode two that came out was with my mom. So I thought, you know, Father's Day is here. Uh, my dad was in town here in Dallas. So I figured I'd bring him on for episode four for the Smile Spotlight series of the Uncool Urban Podcast. So, hey, Pops, what's up? How you doing? I'm doing well, son. Good to see you again. Yeah. Yeah, nice being in Dallas. Yeah. You having fun? How you been here? I, I'm having fun because I always have fun when I see yeah. my kids and my granddaughter. And, uh, yeah, yeah, it's always fun. You yeah. guys got some good friends, and, you know, I like the little crew you guys run with, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, this is probably about, I'm trying to think, since I've lived here, probably like maybe your sixth, seventh, eighth time, something like that. Yeah, I, you know, I. I know I, you came like three times like last year. <laughs> I, I consciously try to come at least once a year. Yeah. Yeah. You know, now that you guys are all adults, it's, you know, it's more enjoyable. <laughs> you know, you know, when you, when I, I tell my, my, I tell all my friends that, you know, I like being with my kids because I do enjoy it. I enjoy it because we can just talk. And it's not stuff involved in it. It's just good conversation. We go out. We have a good time. We can laugh together. So it's always good. You know, I, I can't say I ever had a bad trip here to Dallas. So yeah. it's been good. Yeah, because I always tell people, I was, they were like, uh, you talk to your dad? I'm like, I was like, do you text or phone? I'm like, no. I was like, but I was like, when he comes here, I was like, that's when we get like the more like yeah. in-depth, like real valuable like conversations going. And it was like. I was like, yeah, like, we do that. I was like, my sister, was like, she talked to him like all the time. I was like. Well, believe it or not, she don't talk all the time. She, she'll text me every now and then. Yeah. And if she really has something to say, she'll call me. Yeah. Because I guess we kind of have that kind of personality. Thinking is that we'll talk when we need to. But when we don't need to, I just assume everything is all right. Yeah, yeah that's what I told I'm like, I'm like, hey, I was like, I'll text him like little stuff or I'll see him on Facebook. I was like, other than that, it was like, yeah, you know, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, if I really, it was like. Dad, I really, really need it. I was like, oh, I would do that. I was like, well, that's like, all right, I'm alive. He's alive. <laughs> and, and I'll say that's probably one of the benefits of social media. I can see you. I can see my, you know, your sister. I can see you guys out there. So I kind of always feel I'm in touch because you're right there. Yeah. And that's probably the beauty of technology for me anyway. I know if I need you, I have several ways of reaching you. Mm -hmm. If you need me, you know there's ways of reaching me. So uh, it works, you know. I, I I, I think it's important that I allow my kids to be adults. You know, I, I don't want to tell you how to live your life every day. I don't want to micromanage your life. Part of growing, you know, I'll just say this. When I was a kid growing up, you know, I always felt, you know, this pressure as far as my mom, you know, needing to call her all the time. Yeah. Uh, but that's a different day now. It's a different day, a different age. So I, I, I like one of the upsides of social media is that, I can kind of peek in on what you're doing without <laughs> without being annoying. So yeah, well, that's what I told him. I'm like, yeah. I was like, he sees everything. I was like, because I was like, I'm a big social media person. So I was like, everyone. I tell people, I'm like, yo, if you don't know where I'm, I was like, you, even if I don't call or text, you probably go on my social media. I probably posted something within like the last couple hours. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I don't know a day that you didn't put something out there somewhere. <laughs> yeah, I was like, it's it's very rare that I like will take like my little social media breaks. I'd be like, oh no, I ain't been on social media in like a week. Yeah. I was like, and even when I'm done, people were like, did you, like, cut your Facebook off or your Twitter? I'm like, no, I'm just taking, like, a little break from social media. You know, just, you got to do that every now and then. Yeah, I think so. And, and again, you know, you know, people from my generation, they, they, a lot of folks in my generation kind of frown upon social media. But I tell folks all the time, that's how I really communicate with my kids. You know, I, I feel connected because of that. If I didn't have, if that was not available, then I have, you know, those worry, worries would probably creep in and say, what are they doing? Yeah. But because of that, I know I see what you're doing. And not that you have anything to hide from me. I'm not worried about you doing anything, something bad or illegal. And, and, and I would hope you would have enough respect, that I have enough respect for you, that I'm not trying to intrude or tell you how to live your life. So yeah. it works for us. Yeah. So I guess we'll, we'll just start off with, uh, I guess, what was it like growing up in Chicago and, like, the like 70s right so 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 you've been there a couple of times mm -hmm. and and so 
So when I take you guys back there, or when you guys go back there, you, your sister, and your your, your nieces, and my grandkids, that's a different city you see now. Yeah. So so where where my sister lives is the house I grew up in, and we've been living in that house for over fifty years now. So so that house was the centerpiece of our life, and back in those days, the world was a lot safer, believe it or not. You know what I mean? Where mm-hmm. parents, you know, I grew up in an era where where in the 70s, parents kind of let kids go out and play and do things, but they felt safe. They didn't they didn't worry about us. You know, they always knew we was at somebody's house, down the street, on somebody's porch. And so, uh, you know, from the outside, people think that Chicago is this horrible city. And, and, and it can be dangerous. It's like any other big city. Yeah. But for me growing up there, I thought it was a great place to grow up. And, and I love the city. I, I probably would never live there again, but I, uh, I truly love the city. And I thought Growing up, because I had, you know, a lot of friends at that time. And, you know, most most people back then come from these big families. In my family, there's eight of us, five sisters and two brothers. So uh, it was, you know, <laughs> it was kind of, it was good. I, I have no real complaints about growing up in Chicago. Oh, yeah. That's good, because I was like, I know, like, I always have a good time going back. It's just the fact that, like, we've, like, our family lived in the same house for 50 years. Like, yeah. that's kind of like. Yeah. Something big, like yo. How many people can say like yo? My family has lived in this house for fifty years. Like, but think about that. You got cousins who, that's the only place they ever lived. Yeah, and they're in their thirties and forties now. They grew up in that house their whole life, you know. And I think about it when I'm there, and now for me anyway, physically I feel so big when I'm in there. Like, like I can't even believe I lived <laughs> in this house because it feels so small now. But yeah. think about it. it was eight of us in that house with one bathroom. And it worked without even thinking about how it worked, you know, not saying there was no system to it. It just worked. And I always think about that when I go down, like, how did this Dude, work? Like, <laughs> like, we really did this? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, eight of us really made right. it through this house? <laughs> right, right. So, that, I mean, you know, I always thank my mom for that because, again, you know, she, you know, my mom didn't have a lot of education. She was poor. And for her to buy a house at that time, and I, I can remember when she bought the house because I was looking at the lease, and, and the house cost $16,500. Wow. You know, and I'm 10 years old at the time. So I'm thinking this is the biggest number I've ever seen in my life. I'm like, who has $16,500? And so I thought it was a big deal. You know, it was a big deal. It was the first house my mother ever owned and the only house we ever owned. And uh, when I look back again, like I said earlier, to think that we've been in that house 50 years. Yeah, that is. That is yeah, something. it's a blessing. Yeah. Um, I guess um, kind of fast forward, because I, I, uh, I spoke with my mom about it, but I guess uh, what brought you to the Navy and getting to the Navy, and what, what, what was that like? Well, so I joined the Navy when I was 17, and I don't know if you heard this story, but I'll tell you a quick story. It's a quick story. So I'm 17 years old, and... And, and my girlfriend down the street is pregnant with Sean, so your older brother. He's mm-hmm. pregnant. She's pregnant with Sean. I'm 17. You know, and now I'm feeling the pressure. Like, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? What are you going to do? You need a job. You're going to do. Yeah. And then, and of course, back in those days, my mom was not having it. She was like, <laughs> dude, you got to do something, you know. Yeah. You shouldn't be having no babies. And so I'm laying in bed. And I'm just, and she's just yelling and screaming. I'm like, I got to get out of here. <laughs> I'm not trying to hear this. I'm not trying to hear this. So I run down. I go to the Marine recruiter. Uh-huh. So I'm sitting there with the Marines. And dude had on some blue pants with a red stripe. And I'm thinking, I can't be wearing that, you know. <laughs> so he went in the back room, and I ran out. Like, oh, hell no. I, I can't do this. So the Navy guy was standing outside. He says, hey, young blood, what are you doing? I says, what do you guys do? He says, well, come on in. Let me show you something, you know? Put a little videotape in. They showing the Navy doing all this cool stuff. I'm like, oh, man, this is cool. So he says, I need you to let me give you a test real quick just to see where you're at. Because I'm 17. I have no high school diploma at the time. He gave me this test. I take the test. He said, man, you did pretty good. He says, the only problem, though, you need to get one of your parents to sign. I'm like, oh, man. My mother <laughs> never going to do this, you know? So I go home. And, and, again, you know how it is in the house. There's always music playing. People yeah. are always doing things. So even when my mother was alive, Friday nights was really lively. Yeah. Music playing all over the place. 
So I put this thing in front of my mother. She's always on the phone back in those days when they had, like, real phones. So yeah. she's on the phone talking. I slide the piece of paper in front of her. I says, Mama, could you just sign this? And she don't ask no questions. <laughs> she just signed it. Shh. I snatched it out of her hand, ran back to the recruiter. <laughs> she don't even know. She's, she's like, she even, sign and get out of my face. She has no idea. <laughs> yeah. He gets, I give it back to him. He says, okay, good enough. He says, how soon you want to leave? I says, mm, whenever. He says, ASAP. i like, that sounds fast. I want that. Whatever ASAP <laughs> means. And this is on a Friday. Wednesday morning, I was in the Navy, right? Oh, wow. I know that. But, but I'll tell you this. And this is something I regret so much today. It's like 5 o'clock in the morning. They come out. They pull up. I, I'm waiting on them to pull up. They pull up. I can't wait. And as I'm... As I'm getting into the car, as I'm leaving the house, 71st and May Street, I'm smiling. I'm thinking, I'm like, I'm free. I'm getting out of here. I look back, and my mother is crying. She's just bawling her eyes out. Today, that's the one thing I regret more than anything. Yeah. Oh. Well. Because you don't know until you have kids, you know, what this means. And I'm thinking, yeah. not, this is, you know. Your son is going into the military, and I don't have no idea that I'm, you know, really what I'm doing, and I don't realize how this is, this is really a big deal to her yeah. at that moment. So when I think about it, I always look back and think about it. I always regret that moment. And when I got in boot camp, you know, different environment. Yeah. But I call my mother every day. You know, I I I, I called her every day because I. You know, I'm starting, I'm trying to mature, and I'm realizing this is a big deal. You know, this is like, this is grown men stuff now, you know yeah. what I mean? And I'm only 17, I'm in this environment, and my mother, you know, you think military, you're thinking, you can get killed, you can go to war. So, uh, so yeah, I, I, I did it more than anything is to get away from home, more than anything, because uh, I just wanted to get away from home. So. Oh, yeah. Because, uh. Well, can you speak on, like, I guess some of the places you've been to while in the Navy? Because, like, yeah, that was 17, and you didn't have me for, like, another 13 years. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I, I'll say this to one thing I did, I do love about the Navy is that I really, when I tell you I've traveled around the world, I mean, I really, really physically have traveled around the world. A quick example. I'm in San Francisco. So if you understand the state of California, San Francisco is north. San Diego is, like, 600 miles south. Mm -hmm. Now, Quickest way is to go from San Francisco down straight down to San Diego, right? I went from San Francisco east, meaning I went to Spain, the Persian Gulf, Hawaii, back to San Diego. Wow. So that means, you know, I literally physically traveled around the earth to get to San Diego. And, and I could tell you, I've probably been more places than I could even remember. Uh, that was the beauty of it. The beauty of it was that you want a real education about life, you have to travel. Yeah. You know, and I'll say this, even with us, what we do, you just going to California, going to different places, staying in hotels. I think that give you a knowledge and experience that you can't get from a book. And, and, and I'll say this about traveling. The one thing I loved about the military, there's a diverse population. You get to meet all kinds of people. And, and whatever judgments or ideas you thought you knew about a particular race of people, when you get together in the same room, you find out you're not that much different, yeah. you know. And so, so for me, and I'll say this, for me, it probably saved my life more than anything else, just being in the Navy. Because, uh -huh. again, I go back there all the time. And, and not that my friends are doing horrible, but I just, my life is so much different than theirs. Yeah. So uh, I think for me and my brother, who's a year younger than me, I, I think the Navy really probably saved our life. Yeah. Uh, speaking about the, how you said the different people just coming together for one thing. Actually, reminded when we went to the Cowboys game, me and you actually talked about that because I was like, I know that was around the time like Trump was just getting started. Yeah. And like, so I think like he was just talking about the wall and all yeah. that stuff. And I remember me and you talking about like, yo, the fact that all these different people from different races, all that misconceptions we might have about each other, white, black, Mexican, no matter, whatever, we all just came together just to watch a football game. Right. <laughs> and, and, and so think about it. And that's the beauty of sports, though. The mm -hmm. same thing. Sports, sports does that for people. You know, like you was telling me about one of your friends yesterday. It's like sports bring everybody. When you say, you know, again, you know, I've been a Cowboy fan my whole life, you know, and you know that and your brother know that. So I tell people, my kids know that they got to be Cowboy fans. So, but, but it's amazing how we can come together just for, for that sole single purpose. And, again, that's, that, that's, 
those are things you can use to bridge gaps. Yeah. You know, then you find out when you get to talking to each other, because communication is important. You find out everybody wants to have a good life. Everybody wants to work hard. Everybody wants to have security. You know, the things you're fighting for are the same things I'm fighting for. But if we get stuck on these other things and then we get misguided and get in all these directions, then, then you kind of get lost in the whole argument and you realize, and again, you don't think about it, but life is a short, that's a short period of time. And do you want to spend that time fighting and arguing and fussing with people about things that you and I really have no control over? So, yeah. uh, I, I, again, going back to the Navy thing, the Navy, the Navy really broadened my perspective about people and how people that that we're not as different as we think we are yeah so uh i guess uh kind of continue with Navy. i guess uh when you i guess how long were you in hawaii when you met my mom or did y'all y'all actually met in hawaii in hawaii yeah, so yes so, so how did i get to hawaii so so i i i get i get to hawaii and, and at that time believe it or not you know you think about it i for me personally, was going through a personal transition about life. Okay. Uh, I was getting divorced. I was separated, and I had two. I had your brother and your sister, Sean and Lisa, and, and their life was kind of chaotic at the time. So when I was in Hawaii, it was kind of like reliving my. Ch- I was just really, to be honest, which I say it was just kind of one big party every day, <laughs> and so so because we was in Hawaii and we we're in the military. A lot of military people hung out together. Yeah. So although your mother and I were stationed there, we weren't stationed together. We were just okay. stationed in Hawaii. But the the places we all hung out together, we, that's how we met, just hanging yes. out together. Yeah. 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 And uh, I, I, your mother got there before I did. So I got there. I must have got there in '87. So I don't know what year she got there, but I I met her there and. And we just met hanging out, just, you know. Yeah, I remember she said that. She was like, you're just mutual friends. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We just, I don't know how we just met one day, you know, in a circle full of other people. And, uh, and, and, and it, it, was, it was both a good time and a bad time for me. Because uh, when I was there, again, <laughs> I had Sean with me at the time. Uh, well, I didn't have him with me in the beginning. So yeah. when I first got there, I didn't have him. Yeah. But I went home because my mother was sick. And, you know, back in those days, you know, my mom would always say, well, you know, I'm not doing well. And in my mind, I'm thinking, oh, she said that all the time. So I didn't really take it as serious as I should have took it. Yeah. And then my sister, Dorothy, your auntie Dorothy, she says, you know, you, you, she's really sick this time. So I flew home to Chicago, and she was in the hospital. And again, that's another one of those moments I think about all the time that, you know, I went there and I'd been drinking that day. And so she looks at me. I mean, she laying in the hospital bed. She looked at me. She could tell I've been drinking. She says, son, she says, do not let me die seeing you this way. I do remember that. You tell me that story. Yeah. yeah. And, and she says, you need to be a good dad to your kids and take care of your kids. She says, she says, your father was a good father to you. You need to be a good father to your kids. And so I went looking for Sean because I didn't know where they was at, to be honest with you. I didn't. Somebody told me where Sean was at. He was he was staying with this lady who I didn't know. So I just took him, got back on the plane. I tried to take Lisa at the time, too, but she didn't want to go because she had other little brothers and sisters, and she cared about her mother. She kept asking me, but, Daddy, what about my mom? What about my sisters? I kept saying, I don't, that ain't my issue. I'm yeah. talking you my issue right now. And Sean is trying to convince her, we need to go. Yeah. You need to go. Come on, let's go. You know, so she didn't want to go, and I left her. So me and Sean came back, you know. It was kind of funny because every day we're thinking, they're going to call the cops or somebody going to come take you back, you know? Because, <laughs> you know, I took them. I did, you know, I didn't ask anybody could I take them. I just oh, took them. You're like, no, like, the next plane I'm getting, yeah, yeah, you yeah, come yeah, with me. coming with me. I, you know, I didn't ask. I mean, he's my son, so yeah. why do I need anybody's permission? Yeah. And so that's how, you know, and, and so, you know, and then Kim at the time was was really cool about the whole thing, you know. You know, me and Sean used to stay with her. So it was a good time. It was actually truly a good time. Yeah, cause I know she always asks me about like, you talk to your brother. How, yeah, how's yeah. your brother doing? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, they so, was they was tight. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I guess uh, I know y'all told me when she got pregnant with me, you didn't see me until I was like six months old or something like that. Cause you were out no, of sea. I was overseas. I, yeah. I was in the Persian Gulf at the time. Okay. Yeah, I was in the Persian Gulf, and uh, you know, you know how you get the letter. Oh, I'm pregnant. Like, oh man, what is this about? <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't need this again. <laughs> I was like, what? You know, I'm thinking. 
You're 30 years old. How did you get pregnant? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, how do you get pregnant at 30 when you're 30? Don't you know better than that? <laughs> but, you know, it was good, though. You know, I have no regrets about it. Yeah, because I remember she was like, yes, I remember telling your dad I was pregnant and, like, he didn't get seeds. He was, like, six months yeah. old because <laughs> yeah, he was, was out of the, the Persian Gulf. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it turned out good, though, so. Uh. I get uh, kind of related because I know you said you got like your, your GED and then you, you got your bachelor's. What made you want to go like counseling and psychology and, and all that? Well, first let me back up. Let's back up a little bit. So, so we're all in San Diego now. Mm-hmm. I moved back there. You're standing. You're still a little baby, Sean and Lisa. So, so at the time, I, and I got out the military because I got kids now. Like I, I can't <laughs> stay in the Navy because I have nobody to t- take care of my kids. If I they wanted me to go on a ship again. I was like, well, I can't go on a ship. I got three kids. <laughs> He's like, I do? got three now. I, I can't just do that. So I got out. And then Sean came home with some homework one day. He says, Dad, I need some help with my homework. I'm like, you know, I'm looking at this stuff. I'm like, oh, man, dude. Uh, you know, I ain't been to school a long time. So I, I went down to City College. I says, you know what? I took a math and English class. I said, I'm going to learn this so I can help my kids. So when they come home from with homework, I can help them. And that's what got me started. And at the time, you know what I mean, it, it, it was really not my intention to go back to school at the time. The time was just to get a job so I can, you know, take care of my family. Yeah. But I went back to school, and I'm like, oh, man, this school thing kind of cool, actually. <laughs> and then I had an instructor who just talked to me about it. He says, he says, uh, he says Ray, you know, you, can, you could probably do real well if you stay in college. He says, but you got to commit to staying in it and do this full time. And that's how I got into it. So before I got, when I was in the Navy, I was, I was what they call the drug and alcohol counselor. So I did that when I was in the Navy, but I didn't think about doing it when I got out. Yeah. And then, uh, and when I got back to school, it was just kind of, because originally I was like, I was like, oh. All right, so. <laughs> So, 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 so that's what got me back in school because I wanted to be able to help my kids. As a single parent, I'm thinking I got to help my kids. And, you know, I, I, let me say this. Believe it or not, the parenting thing I took serious. You know what I mean? I'm the only, I'm that parent. I need to be a good role model. I mean, you, you know, and, and as corny as, as corny as that may sound to people, I, I took that. <laughs> and even today, I still take it serious. I, I take it very serious about trying to be a good role model. So, you know. So if I'm asking you to do something, I, you, know, you know, what used to annoy me with people, it's like when I used to see people smoke cigarettes and they tell, I bet not I ever catch you smoking, but they're smoking. Like, how do you tell me not to do something when I see you doing the same thing you're telling me not to do? Yeah. That, you know, that makes no sense. So, so, <laughs> I, I, so, so I, again, my goal was to go back to school so I can help my kids, not knowing that I would stay in school and mm-hmm. get my degrees. So that's why I did it. Yeah, what up, y'all? It's your boy Smiles. We had to cut that episode short with my pops because a storm definitely hit the Dallas, Texas, Fort Worth area. Uh, so we didn't even actually get to finish the episode. So we got a few minutes in, gave y'all a little bit of, of insight to who my dad is. So shout out to my pops. Um, we definitely have to get him on the uh, episode again because it was definitely a whole lot more that I want to talk to him about, uh, just get to know a little bit about his life. So Y'all can get to know a little bit more about me and who I am. So shout out to my pops. Yeah, we had to cut it short because of the storm. But uh, we got another episode coming up right after this. It's my man Hollywood Sav, so check it out. Yo, 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 what up? It's your boy Smiles from the Uncool Urban Podcast. And you are now tuned in to the next episode of what used to be the Smile Spotlight. I've already renamed it. I'm sorry, y'all. I've renamed it. The podcast is now called the Music Impulse Podcast. So, you know, had to do a little rebranding real quick. So this is actually the very first episode of the Music Impulse Podcast from your boy Smiles of the Uncool Urban Podcast. You know, I'm Smiles, a.k.a. Hip Hop Adam Schefter, a.k.a. T-Shirt Tom Brady, a.k.a. LaJosh James. So I got excited uh, for the next episode. I bring on my guy, Sav, Hollywood Sav. Straight out of Cleveland, Ohio. How you doing, bro? What's going on, bro? I'm good. I can't complain, man. Thanks for having me. Yeah, anytime, anytime. For those of y'all don't know, um, me and Sav go back to our college days. I met Sav when I went to college at Bowling Green State University in Bowling Green, Ohio. 
Uh, I used to intern at a studio. Shout out to my man Dub, Big Dub Bino. You know what I'm saying? And I was on the radio with uh, my man uh, AD, which is Sav's uh, big homie. You know, best friend and all that. So, uh, how you doing, Sav? I can't complain, man. Just you know, promoting the tape. I just dropped the project, so just you know, trying to promote that as much as possible. Yeah, yeah, appreciate that. Uh, tell everybody uh, what, what the project is. Is look, look me in the eyes too, right? Yeah, man, look me in the eye, uh, volume two. Uh, eight new records, man, just dropped on the twenty eighth of June. Um, yeah, man, it's my sixth, my sixth solo project. Um, I think it's my best work to date, man. But yeah, man, it's just just you know trying to get that heard as much as possible. Yeah, I was like, uh, you know, I've been bumping it the last few days. It's definitely a great piece of work, especially coming off the Look Me in the Eyes, the first one, which I thought was extremely dope, probably like one of your best ones. So I guess uh, what was the thought process behind of giving it a part two to uh, the, to the first one and all that? Um, well, yeah, I like the reception that I got from the first one. And, um, you know, I think people was really liking the sound. You know, the first one, it was kind of, like, real dark. But, you know, people was liking, like, you know, the things that I was talking about. So I just wanted to, you know, kind of double back on that, you know, give them some more. This time, I wanted to have a little more fun, though, um, you know, especially with it being summertime. Um, you know, I had a couple more fun records on this one. But, you know, it's still that same kind of that same kind of dark feeling, um, you know, where I'm kind of letting you know what's going on, you know, in my world. Yeah, because uh, I know like the first one seemed seemed like I got to know you a little bit more on the, on on the on the first one, and I was like, oh, like, seemed like you was like actually like speaking on like personal issues, and I was like, oh, this is, it was a, a, a nice like difference. Because uh, if anybody that follows me on Twitter, Instagram, or whatever, I always say like Sav is probably the, the hardest working artist that I know here. Like this guy drops like a song like every week, every month. It's like something new. I don't know like if he's working on a project. It's just like he's always working like. You, you. Besides currency, I, I feel like you're like the hardest working artist I know out here, man. No, but I appreciate that, man. That's like one of the, <laughs> the best compliments I ever got, for real, man. So I appreciate you even starting that whole narrative, man. But yeah, man, I mean, I just try to stay, stay active, man. Just try to keep, you know, challenging myself. Try to keep getting better, you know, at what I do, and then, you know, and this. In this day and age, you got to try to be you know, as consistent as possible, try to stay on people's faces because it's easy to be, be forgot about now. Yeah, because I saw you even drop something uh, yesterday over the, the the new Drake and uh, Rick Ross beat. I was like, man, this dude just dropped a, a project, <laughs> and you're already freestyling for the South Season Saturdays and all that. Man, this dude don't never yeah, stop. Man. Can't, man. Gotta keep, we got to try to keep the momentum going and you know just keep trying to level up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I guess uh, we'll start off with uh, how the whole Sav Season Saturday thing come come about. Because I know you you do that uh, pretty consistently with the Sav Season Saturdays. How'd that come about? Uh, um, I already know. Like somehow I just came up with the name because I was doing like well, um, at first I would do like Sav Season, um, and I was just like you know Sav Season would be just like whenever I'm dropping stuff, I would call it Sav Season. Um, and then somehow it just extended to Sav Season Saturdays, and then that's just like where I try to do new stuff every Saturday, like you know, drop a freestyle, a new song, a video, um, you know, to make an announcement, just do something new, um, you know, for my supporters every Saturday. Um, you know, that's kind of that's kind of a catchy little name, so it's been working out for me. Yeah, it definitely has. Um, I guess going back. Um, just growing up in Cleveland, what was that like growing up in Cleveland and how did you got to get your start into uh, rapping and kind of like the, the whole Porter Rich family and all that? Um, I mean, growing up in Cleveland, man, it's definitely, you know, not easy, man. I mean, it's not easy growing up anywhere, but, you know, it's rough growing up in Cleveland. Um, you know, it's a lot, of, a lot of the wrong things going on, so you just got to stay, you know, away from that as much as possible. Um, but I had influences like Bone growing up, obviously, they're out of Cleveland. Um, you know, so they they one of my main influences. Then, like, Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne really made me start rapping, though. But, you know, like, J.D. Kiss. I got a lot of East Coast influences outside of Wayne, like J.D. Kiss, Dipset, you know, people like that, and then Bone. Um, and then Puerto Rich, man, man, that's like, them like my brothers, like, uh, KB and Trail. Um, 
and that's who I started for the Rich Wigs. Like that used to be my first rap group when I first first started rapping. Yeah. Um, before I was like a solo artist or whatever. Um, but yeah, like them my brothers, man. So like that that go way even even deeper than music. But um, yeah, that just got started because we was just young and we just wanted to rap, so we made a group. Yeah, cause I was like, I was like, I was like, I know, I know you put on uh, for for the fam. I was like, I I love how you, you still uh, ride for them. So I, I definitely do love that. And you 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 support for your your city, Cleveland, all day every day, man. Oh yeah, man, I got to, man, I gotta gotta hold it down for the for my gang, man. You already know. Yeah. So uh, yeah, like I said uh, earlier in the episode, me and Sav met uh, while I was in college. Uh, it's really through um, our guy AD. So I guess. Uh, how'd you get like from going to Bowling Green and then meeting AD and the whole music and all that? How how'd that happen? Um, going to Bowling Green, I don't know. Like that, that was kind of a fluke for me, man. Cause I, I didn't even really want to go to college like that. Like I wasn't really something I was trying to do, but you know, I just did it for my mother, really. And then, like my cousin was going to Bowling Green, so I just went because he was going. It would just be somebody that I already knew there. Um, so yeah, that's how I ended up going to BG, and then and me and AD that fought back on my cousin again because you know my cousin met him first and got super cool with him. So you know, obviously AD just started being around me all the time, and then yeah, I got super tight. I got super tight with him, and you know, we both learned you know how much we love music, and then yeah, our relationship just grew from there. Yeah, that's dope. That's dope. Uh... Then I guess kind of related. Uh, how the whole elevated living thing? I was like, I still never really figured out, like who who thought of elevated living, who who's all part of it. I was like, cause I know when y'all did the uh, the one joint back in the day with you, Ad, uh, uh, Bells, and Jay Smith. I was like, yo, this joint is fire. Y'all was out there <laughs> around campus with the shirts and everything, and, and y'all just not. I really wanted to see y'all do more with 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 the project, and I was like, cause. Even every now and then, I'll even go back and watch that that one video. I was like, "Yo, I was like, y'all as a collective it was just like, could have really been something." Okay, so right. uh, yeah, um, how that came um, to be? Um, I think it was just like we was all like solo artists, like me, Ad, Bills, and Smith. Like we was all solo artists, but we was all like super cool with each other. Um, we wanted to just like trying to figure out a way to like help each other, like you know. Um, so like, but like without being like a, I mean, we was a group, but we wasn't, I mean, we was like a team, but we wasn't like a group. Yeah. So, um, so we just wanted to like all help each other. So we just figured out we could make like a little, a little, you know, a team or like a label type of situation to help us all promote each other. Um, I think that was kind of more like AD and Bell's, you know, idea just to do that, you know, and then me and Smith, we were just all four. And I think Smith was probably the one who came up with the actual elevated living name. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we just wanted to basically just come together to try to help each, promote each other. Um, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it was, it was smart. I was like, cause I was like, I, I still rock my my elevated uh, tees every now and then. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, me, me too. Yeah, so y'all is it, is it, is elevated living still still like going on with the the clothing and all that? Y'all still doing all that? Um yeah, like we we haven't put out any new clothes necessarily in the like since like you know we put out some jackets. Um, last year, but um, yeah, we pretty much just like working on the rebrand right now. But yeah, we definitely still, you know, still out here and gonna have some new stuff so for sure. All right, cool. Um, what else? Uh, I guess um, for the new project, can you I guess tell us about some of your uh your favorite track? Because I know right now my two favorite are two of at the top. Well, the storm the storm track. I really love the storm track, and then uh. Big Cap, I was like, uh, uh, Big Cap's probably like my favorite one. Of, so I guess, what's some of your, your favorite tracks off the project so far? Um, I'm with you. Storm's my favorite, man. That's Storm's. That's my, you know. And I don't know if it's just like I might be connected to Storm's in a different way, um, just because I know what I'm talking about. But you know, I, I, that's my favorite for real. That and Chase, they're my two favorite. Like I love Ransom too. Um. I like, I like, yeah, I'm going to go with Storms. So Storms is my, Storms, that's my favorite. Yeah, because uh, that and Chase are 
two great ways to start off. That's that's what really got like that that dark like mood. Like, oh, okay, this is okay. I I, I see what he's going yeah. on here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Those are the first two songs. Yeah, them, them like my two favorites. Uh, yeah, they just set the tone. Yeah, I feel like they did a great job setting the tone. You know, for what I want to talk about on the project. Yeah, because I was like, here knows. I was like, I was like, okay, yeah, he 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 back in that that same bag like he was on on the first project. I, I see what you're talking about. And then uh, I know you got the, the My Little Bay joint that you you, uh, you had released a little while back. Uh, you know, you speaking to the ladies and all that, um, doing all that thing. So you know, showing love to the ladies. Got uh, got to. Uh, I guess kind of what, what was the motivation for? Because uh, I, I think was it. Uh, I think it's storms where you actually say. Uh, about how uh, you you ain't um, giving out no verses, or ain't you just holding it down? So, this, what was the motivation from just doing uh, all solo for this project? Um, I mean, yeah, on stories when I say that, yeah, I mean, I, I was really just you know talking shit, being a rapper. It ain't really like that. I don't want to work with nobody. I was just, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was just getting my shit off. But um, I don't know. I just kind of, I think that's just how I'm gonna keep the whole look me in the eye series now because like. On the first one, I didn't have, well, I had an R&B feature, but I didn't have any rap features. And so when I did it this time, I was like, I'm just going to keep it that way. Like, So, like, yeah, I think as long as I do the Look Me in the Eye series, I probably won't have any rap features on there. I'm going to have some R&B features, but if, if, if I announce a Look Me in the Eye tape coming, you know, you should know ain't going to be nobody on there. All right, cool. Uh, speaking of rap features, I heard you was on a, another podcast this week, and... You you and Jay Smith possibly doing doing a project together or working on something? Any any? Man. What's going on with that? Yeah, I mean that's something we always wanted to do. Like we um, we talk about that almost like every day, but like it's just it's really. I mean, it's just not that easy because like you know I'm doing my own thing, he's doing his own thing, and he lives in Arizona, I live in Ohio. Like you know, so it just don't be that easy, but. I mean, that's definitely something that we want to do. Um, and, you know, something we talk about every day, like, and, you know, hopefully by the end of the year we can make it happen, even if it's just, you know, something short, nothing too long. But, you know, just to just to get a people something, hope we can figure it out. Yeah, I was like, yeah, because I was like, figure like, even if it's like four to six tracks or something like that, like, even just, yeah, something short and sweet, just like, like hey, this is, here's just a, a few tracks that just me and him just been working on. We, Going back and forth because even the freestyles, I can't remember which what the name of the track was. But I think it was like a Jeezy track y'all went on over one time. Oh uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I know you're talking about that Jeezy and Hall. Yeah, I was like, I like, yeah. I remember it was yeah. a Jeezy song. I was like, that's one of my favorites. Y'all going back and forth because y'all two, y'all definitely always have great collaborations. So I definitely love to see y'all two still going at it and still helping each other out and all that. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, man, I think we, I think yeah, we, we compliment ourselves real good on working tonight. Yeah. Um, when, uh, <laughs> when's the last time you've been out to Vegas to see uh, see our boy AD? Um, the last time I went out there was in December. Yeah, I was out there in December when I did. Uh, I had some radio interviews or whatever. Um, but yeah, in December I'm supposed to be going back in a couple of weeks though. Actually. I'm supposed to be booking my flight this week, so hopefully be out there uh, the week of the 25th. Uh, yeah. So yeah, yeah, because I seen you did his his radio show a couple times. I love that uh, AD still helped putting on and uh, doing stuff with it, with his homies and all that. So sh- shout out to AD out there in Vegas. Yeah, he actually about to move back to Ohio though. So yeah. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, yeah he's about to, cause he going back to school, so he's about to be back in Bowling Green. <laughs> oh, he's going to Bowling. Wow. I'm about to help my AD, my man AD, um, talk to him for a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I was like, I, was, I, was, I don't know if I could do the Bowling Green, <laughs> me personally. <laughs> nah. I'm not from Vegas, but going back to Bowling, man, yeah, I'm about to be. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was like, I, was like <laughs> I, I personally, I don't know if I, I could, I could do the Las Vegas to Bowling Green, cause like people ask me all the time, like, yo, would you ever move from Dallas back to Ohio? I was like, I don't think so, but if I was, it'd probably be like a Columbus or a Cincinnati type of situation. I was like, I need a, a bigger city. <laughs> I was like, I don't, I don't know if I could just leave Dallas to go back to Ohio. <laughs> Yeah, man, you want to get that 
But yeah, shout out to AD. Uh, I guess kind of just have a oh well. I also wanted to uh, play a couple tracks uh, from your your project. So uh, any certain track, songs you want to uh, check out? I know I definitely want. I would like for one of them to be Big Cap. So I was like, is, it, is there like one other track that you would love to for the people to hear on the episode? Um, you gonna play Big Cap and give them. Uh, Give them storms since we talked about storms. Okay, so, so uh, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna play uh, storm and we uh, uh, right after that we're gonna play uh, big cap at the, uh, at the end of the episode. So um, guess to kind of keep going. Let's see what I want to talk about. Mm, sports, because uh, I, I know you you're a big uh, sports fan, man. So what's going on with uh, how you feeling about the Cavaliers and everything that's going on NBA free agency and all this stuff right now, bro? Oh man. NBA free agency this year was crazy. <laughs> free agency this year was crazy, man. Oh, that boy Kawhi, that boy Kawhi just pulled a fast one on the whole league, man. I don't, I don't know how he pulled this whole Paul George thing off, man. But that was crazy. And yeah. then the Cavs, I mean the Cavs, man, the Cavs is the Cavs, man. I mean, <laughs> unfortunately, you know, through the bad contract situations, we had no free agency. Yeah. I mean, no cap, no cap space to do anything in free agency. We paying all these players who don't deserve their money, but um, we had a good draft though. I, lo- I love the draft we had though, actually. Um, you know, so we'll see what our rookies can do. But yeah, Cavs just got to get rid of them contracts and Tristan Thompson contracts and J.R. Smith. You know what I'm saying? So we could we can we can get some free agents in here, but we'll see what the future holds. All right. Well, uh, what about the Browns? You uh, you liking what the Browns is doing? Oh, you know, y'all got OBJ in the house now. Oh yeah, it's lit. It's lit. Browns lit. Browns lit twelve and four this season. Twelve and four. Eleven and five at worst for my brownies this year. Okay. I'm thinking big. I mean, I don't know about what's gonna happen in the playoffs. We're gonna make the playoffs, but I don't know what's gonna happen after that. But then next year we went in the Super Bowl. Okay. Next year we went in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Talk, talk your ish, bro. Talk, talk your. He's yeah, yeah. Do your thing. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I, I would love. Fun. I definitely would love to see the Browns actually do good, like especially after growing up in Ohio all these years. And I and I know cause my mom's a big Browns fan, so I definitely know she would be real happy about that. Yeah, um, we've been asked. We deserve. We deserve it. Okay. Uh, what about music besides besides yourself? What what else? Is, what what new music you've you been bumping this year? Are you feeling this year, bro? Um, I mean, I, I mean, I try to listen to everything that come out, man, just to just to so I can hear it. Um, you know, most recently I've been listening to that Benny, that plugs I met. Yeah. Uh that Benny's uh, hard. How shout yeah, to Griselda. Yeah. yeah, I've been on that Benny. Um I listened to everything that came out this year. The, the schoolboy was cool. I really liked it, the 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 offset album actually. So that 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 album really surprised me. Yep, I was um, like he uh he, he might have had a, had the best one, either, either him or takeoff. I was like had the best two out of the, the whole group. Yeah, for sure. Uh, what else came out this year? The Freddie Gibbs sounded real good. Yeah. I heard that. I got I got to listen to that again. Um, yeah, man, I try to listen to everything though, man. I'll be I'll be trying to be tuned in to everything. Yeah, I was like, uh, uh, what was I saying? Uh, like the the Freddie Gibbs was one of the ones I'm I'm feeling lately. Um, heard the Dreamville project. The Dreamville the Dreamville dropped the other day. I was like, I've been feeling that the other day. That that was a definitely <laughs> dope project. I didn't get to finish that yet. I got to finish that. But, yeah, I heard a couple of songs. Uh, J.I.D. was on there rapping his ass off. Word. I was like, yeah, that that, that, that kid's a problem. <laughs> he, he's definitely doing <laughs> yeah. I saw him tweet the other day. He was like, hey, I got a song with T.I. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> I was like, yeah. okay, he's like, yo, yo, yeah, I did my thing. But I, I, I'm from Atlanta, and I got a song with T.I., so life is great. So I was like, yeah, but sure. Shout out to JID. That that kid is definitely talented. Yeah, um, yeah I, gotta, I gotta go finish the album. Uh, anything else going on with you for the for the rest of the year? Anything you want to plug real quick? Oh man, just please go look, listen, and look me in the eye too. Streaming everywhere, all platforms, man. It's a quick, easy listen, man. I promise you, you'll find a couple records off there you like. Um, but man, I'm just gonna you know keep promoting that. More videos coming. You already know new music. Working on Stammy Three already. Okay. Um, 
Yeah, so Sammy three coming soon. Hopefully, I get Sammy three out by the end of the year. Um, but yeah, Hollywood Fast two one six. That's my Instagram, my Twitter. You know, that's everything. YouTube, SoundCloud, Hollywood Fast two one six. Yes, sir. All right. Uh, so I appreciate it, bro, for uh, coming on for a few minutes and talking on the podcast. I really, I really do appreciate that a lot. You know what I'm saying? So uh, hope you have a good rest of your day, bro. You too, man. Appreciate you. Thanks for having me again, bro. Appreciate you. Yep. I'll at you later, man. All right. Yep. All right, y'all. That was the, I guess, the inaugural episode for the Music Impulse podcast from your boy Smiles. So that was Sav. And we got uh, two new joints coming up from him right after this. So here goes Storm. And then right after that, we got my favorite track on, on the project, Big Cap. And we out. You gotta let me grow If I say I love you, I put that on my soul I ain't perfect, it's gon' rain, it's gon' snow Can you weather storms, baby, let me know You can leave, let go the keys Being loyal, this shit come with paying dues a couple fees Hope you see the vision And you believe that that snow ain't gon' stop nothing, baby You just need some skis New cash, now they say I act funny Cut off all your broke friends, that's how you attract money Got a little drive, but these niggas crash dummies I don't hang around them, if he can't get my last from me Ain't no leeches, fuck these rappers, ain't no features Thank you Jesus, all this cash, both these visas Swimming deep in, all these divas, non-believers All on defense, in the middle, all on defense And my bag, oh I'm in my fucking bag You playing games Petty trying to make me mad. I ain't going. No attention, I ain't showing. No emotion. You gon' drown right in that ocean. Say what's real. Baby, you can keep the lies. Get hypnotized. When you look me in the eyes, let's be real. In this shit, yeah, I'm the prize. Ain't no surprise. Don't be lows, it's gon' be highs. Don't let me go. You gotta let me grow. If I say I love you, I put that on my soul. I ain't perfect, it's gon' rain, it's gon' snow Can you weather storms, baby, let me know You can leave, let go the keys Being loyal, this shit come with paying dues a couple fees Hope you see the vision And you believe that that snow ain't gon' stop nothing, baby You just need some skis Don't miss your blessing Then tryna come double back I'm sleeping good Every night I cuddle racks, you let me go Just know I don't do second chances We took our stances, we lost that round, we ain't advancing Left me sour, going ghost to come with power It's thunderstorming, heavy showers every hour Is you gon' leave, or stick around and smell the flowers I say I love you, what's yours is yours and mine's is ours You cross the line, then you gotta pay a fine Won't waste your time, that just mean I'm wasting mine Believe in me let me grow and spread my wings. We gon' win. Back to back, a couple wings. Hard pure, intentions great. It's a trade. Trust the process. Shit take time, yeah, it's a way. Your feelings leak. We ain't even reach our peak. Now look, you think it's beef and we don't speak. Don't let me go. You gotta let me grow. If I say I love you, I put that on my soul. I ain't perfect. It's gon' rain. It's gon' snow. Can you weather storms, baby, let me know You can leave, let go the keys Being loyal, this shit come with paying dues a couple fees Hope you see the vision And you believe that that snow ain't gonna stop nothing, baby You just need some skis
She a vet, 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 vet. Money on, money on wood. Everything good. That's a bet, 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 bet. From down south. Got, got, got good mouth. And she got wet, 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 wet. Fuck, fuck, fuck 12, I don't know shit. No tuck tail, no whole shit, whole shit. Champagne, rose, mo shit. Ain't a soul that I owe shit, always on go shit. Get dough, get low shit. Course side front row shit, tic tac toe shit. Put a line through X's, got new boo, new necklace, big Rolex. Can't let shit slide, need get back, get back. Big bag, I'ma get that, flip that. Bad little thing, I'ma hit that, quit that. Big dog with a piss at, piss at. Me versus you is a mismatch, mismatch. Catch a body, call a dispatch, dispatch. Niggas always saying that they with that, with that. Fake news, big cap, big cap. Grind hard, get no sleep. Need 50k on the slow week, slow creep. Fold deep down your street. When it's on, it's on. We gon' see who get cold feet. Getting bread like a nigga got a cheat sheet. Getting bread like a nigga got a cheat sheet. Dirty and clean. That's white, a little bit of wheat, wheat. Cute money, yeah, I need my shit neat, neat. Money counter go. Beat, beat, in the field, need cleat cleats Girl, I need you to be loyal and a freak freak We can go on vacation for a week, week Fuck you all night, no sleep, sleep Realest nigga that you ever gonna meet me Pay them fool and everybody gon' eat, eat I'ma stack this up, till we On the jet, 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 jet Got me a cougar, she She a vet, 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 vet Money on wood, everything good That's a bad, 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 bad From down south, got good mouth And she got wet, 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 wet Can't let shit slide, need get back, get back Big bag, I'ma get that, flip that Bad little thing, I'ma hit that, quit that Big dog with a piss at, piss at Me versus you is a mismatch, mismatch Catch a body, call a dispatch, dispatch Niggas always saying that they with that, with that Fake news, big cap, big cap Can't let shit slide, need get back, get back Big bag, I'ma get that, flip that Bad little thing, I'ma hit that, quit that Big dog with a piss at, piss at Me versus you is a mismatch, mismatch Catch a body, call a dispatch, dispatch Niggas always saying that they with